Hello everyone, this is Press Snack to Start. Today is October 13, 2020. My name is Chicken. My name is Ramen. And this is Mr. Meat. Ah, I didn't Today? get that, folks. We switched it up on you. Yeah, we mixed up the names. Today on uh, this episode of Press Snack to Start, we're going to be talking about our top five favorite games on the Nintendo GameCube. A era of gaming that's very precious to all of us. All three of us, anyway. Maybe some of you listening. Uh, it was a great time for Nintendo. A lot of great games and fantastic memories that were made. So we thought we would dedicate a few episodes talking about some of our favorite games from the GameCube era. And today, uh, kicking things off on episode one of this series... Ramen is going to be talking about his top five favorite games on the Nintendo GameCube. And oh, uh, yeah. as he goes as he goes through, we will add our some commentary. We'll talk kind of talk about each game, and we'll go down the list. We'll start at five and go down to find out what number one is. So let's kick off this list at number five, Mr. Ramen. Start us off. What's our number five on your list? Number five. It probably could have been something different, but I really enjoyed this game, and I don't know, it's one of my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's got a, it's got a special place in your heart. Yeah, it's got a special place. It's uh, The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Oh my goodness, what is this? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I like that game, <laughs> it's such a fun game (laughs) it uh it's the hulk one of the hulk's best games if not the best game in my opinion but i like the game also because i'm a big hulk fan he's my favorite hero for one so it's kind of a bias but i just had so much fun playing it and smashing cars and running through the town just messing things up that was on uh ps2 yeah, it was on GameCube, PS2, and I think Dude, it got ported that over was, to us. That was so fun. I loved that game so much. Yeah. So, I, as I said, I feel like number five could have been something different, but I feel like I had to give it to it just because of all the fun I had playing it and being a Hulk fan. So, I feel like that that's just had to, that's had to be the... That's a really solid, solid choice. I would have never, I didn't never associated that with GameCube. Yeah. So thank, thank you for that. That was, that was good. Right. I, uh, I mean, I, I figured we weren't just doing like Nintendo <laughs> exclusive type deals. So mm. even though yeah, it's on the whatever. PS2, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever you want, whatever yep. you like. Yeah. Well, since I've never played this game before. And maybe some people listening have never been exposed to it either. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the game? How it plays? Was there any story involved? Um, things like that. How are the graphics? You remember? And the just kind of the graphics. Idea. Yeah. Um, well, the graphics were uh, pretty good for the era, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like kind of like three D modeled graphics. <clears throat> But, uh, I mean, the gameplay was really cool and really fun. You could go around picking up cars, 
You could go around punching buildings. You could go around just messing up a bunch of people. You're against the army or the military, so th those are the bad guys because, you know, you're the Hulk and they don't want you rampaging, so you go around destroying it. I don't exactly remember what the story was, but I know you fight Abomination at some point, and so I think he's one of the main bad guys in it. Um, so, so it sounds like a sandbox game in a way, just kind of yeah, freedom to just kind of do whatever you want. You get an open world, you can level up and get new abilities, so you can eventually, really? yeah, you can eventually rip a car in half and use each half as freaking boxing gloves. <laughs> that was the best. freaking cool. Yeah, it's really cool. You can upgrade your jumping ability, you can upgrade, like, you it's get a sonic clap. You can, like, jump Whoa. and, like, helicopters out of the sky. Yep. Such That's... a good game. Probably the best Hulk game around. Hasn't been a lot of Hulk games to begin with. <laughs> but Fair enough. He's this my boy. Sounds really solid, That's solid. your boy. It sounds like a really solid game. Honestly, it sounds like a lot of fun. and Sounds like it's... a game that you had a lot of fun memories with. Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, that definitely was number five. Did. That was number anything five. Else wanna, anything else you want to add to that game? Um, would say if it you know it wasn't game. If, if you have a GameCube or a PS2, and you want a, a game to play, go pick it up uh, on somewhere. <laughs> it's a really fun game. Be cheap. Yeah, it would be cheap. But that's all I got for my number five. All right, that was your number five pick. Kind of a. Uh kind of out of left field for me but i think that's all right you know it's going to keep your list really interesting it's not just mainline nintendo games so with that in mind let's see what else is in store on your list so what's coming what's coming in at number four for us number four is a classic that just Ooh. got re-released in mario all-stars super mario sunshine oh sweet it was it was hard. Yeah, it was hard to choose between four or three, but I had to give three to the the title that you'll find out in a second. But good, good choice. Yeah, I had to give it to Sunshine though. It's such a good game. I remember I don't know spending so many hours playing it. The music itself is fantastic. I could just open the game up on the GameCube and just sit at the plaza just to listen to the music. Oh, oh. so good. You don't have to tell me about that music, man. You know me, every time we play Smash Bros, I'm on that Delfino Plaza stage. Well, now, yep. now you get the soundtrack right in the menu now with the new game. That's true. That is true. But, uh, I don't know. It's a very fun game. I can tell you a little bit about it. Obviously, most of the people listening probably know about it. But you're Mario. Yeah. Going on vacation, I think. I don't. Is that what happens? He's going on vacation, or does he just go to? Yeah, yeah they're, they're going on vacation to uh, Al Delfino, and uh, um, when their plane lands on the runway, there's a giant. Um, what, what was it called? Was it just called Goop or? Um, I, I don't. Shadow Goop. I don't know. <laughs> but it was like one of those big uh, Goop. 
um, circles and there's a prior plant in it and Mario went out to investigate and he gets flood and then um, Mario gets framed for ruining the island but the real perpetrator was Shadow Mario which was a new character introduced to the series and I think that Super Mario Sunshine did a lot of great things it did a lot of a lot of a lot of, it did a lot of things right. Like, it took the Super Mario 3D formula, which was already fantastic, and it just expanded upon it and gave the players even more freedom of blood. I mean, you could use the hover pack, the nozzle pack, you could do so much with it. You could, like, you could wall jump and hover in the air and dive, and you, there was all these cool things you could do. Spray water and slide on your stomach, like yeah. There is it's so much a... freedom in that game. It's so good. I remember just third days because some of the levels, you know, got challenging at the end. Where oh, yeah, I would but... just, I would just sit in the the plaza area and just mess around. I'd kick the fruit around. I'd freaking. <laughs> water jet pack in the lake and race the boats <laughs> i just do a whole bunch of nonsense right it had a really good like hub world was that what you'd call it a hub world like, like plaza yeah something like that you know you know like you said you can you could have a lot of fun doing the missions or just doing nothing much at all just kind of exploring the island because Every nook and cranny of that island, there were secrets to be un- unpacked. Like yep. there were blue coins. Finding the blue secret... coins was a hassle. Oh, it sure was. There were secret sprites. There were Yoshi eggs. There were fruit. You could give you could give Mario sunglasses. There were like portals to secret levels and places. Like you could find one ups underwater. Like, there was so much to do, even when you weren't doing anything. Like, the game had a good way of keeping you entertained, whether you wanted to do something or just wanted to explore the plaza. There was always something to do. You wanted a good challenge, you got a good challenge in Mara Sunshine, because there were some levels that were, (laughs) uh, needless to say, quite rage-inducing. Screw that that, man Ray. That manta ray mission, the, the pinball machine. Oh God! I know it's just I'm getting like it was, it's yeah flashbacks thinking about it. I'm I'm replaying that right now, and it's like at first the nostalgia really hit me because it's really a great game. And then after you beat the first couple levels, it's like man, this game really is hard, but it's it's still yeah. great. And like every other way, but it's 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 difficult, but it's still still really rewarding. That's that's a really interesting point because, like, back in the day, it was still challenging, but it's interesting coming back to it and just realizing realizing just how hard some of these games were actually. And I guess maybe we just played them so much growing up, we kind of just had a mastery of them right though right. it doesn't exactly like hold your hand either it's not like oh this it's right here like you know this no. right here so someone was yeah. just like 
what am I doing? Where am I going? Yeah. So eventually, you're just like, oh, you know, it was right here all along. But it's still like the levels make you think still. They do. Like, they give you little hints at the beginning of each mission. And even though they go. give you hints, you still have to find where where to go and how know, to like, do it. Where to go, how to get there. Or it'll give like you like that. a little little puzzle at the end that's still kind of difficult to be yep. you know like a little platform in the sky you gotta get across or something like a lot of that stuff's not exactly easy no it's not no, it's not Let me, especially uh, the the hard levels without the flood Ooh. oh yeah where they take yeah, that away yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I that's how I meant yeah I had my first one of those the other night I'm just like oh geez this is this is gonna gonna suck. It's those not ones friendly. really, those ones really test your like ability. Um, another really hard um, level was like, did, does anyone here remember that mission where you had to use Yoshi? I think it was in uh, Rico Harbor. Um, it was in Rico Harbor. You had to use Yoshi yeah, and like. Find the right Spray fruit. The fish. You had to find the right fruit, and then you had to, the fish were jumping in and out of the water. And you had to time spraying the juice to freeze the fish. They turned into blocks. But then you had to jump on that block, and then you had to start another block. The block you're standing on is only there for a couple seconds. So, it's... like, it was really tricky. It was so hard. Yeah, I remember, yeah, was... I remember seeing you do that. I'm just like, yeah, no, no thanks. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. you fall with Yoshi in the water. Yoshi solves, you know, Yoshi dies. Yep. So it's like you, any, to... if you get to the top and fall, you had to start all over again. Yep, you had to do your jumps right. You had to time everything right. It was dumb. <laughs> That's but one way was, to put you it. Know, it was definitely a nice challenge, you know, like... Uh, like we've talked about, that's one of the problems with games like Mario Odyssey that don't really, um, what's the term I'm thinking of? They don't really penalize you much for dying. Like you lose a couple coins and you just jump back in, but it's, it's pretty, it's, the game's pretty easy for the most part. There's definitely some challenges, but. Yeah. Oh, you die once, but the next level, Here's two or three one-up mushrooms. Yeah, stuff like that. So. Yep. My yeah, it's my, it's my number four. I see number four. All of them. Yep. All in all, it's good. Had to put it on the. That's it had it. to be on the list, no matter what. Oh, absolutely! Give it a try if you never played it. If you played it and want to re-experience it, check it out on the Switch. It's out now on the Mario 3D Collection. Fantastic game, and definitely, definitely a masterpiece. Yeah, it is. So, for my number three, I got. It was uh, as I said, it was hard to pick between three and four for these, but I had to give number three to Kirby's Air Ride. Great. Oh wow! Okay. Nice. It was, that was a, such that was a fun game. Uh, yes, yeah, a very fun game. I, uh, so many hours played with my cousins, 
mess around and free run. Just a whole bunch of fun trying to unlock all the unlockables. Just a great game. <laughs> you gotta love when games give you lots to do as far as like a lot of content. It keeps yep. you wanting coming back for more, you know? Exactly. Especially if, if it's something you, you played with your family as well. Makes it that much more like more fun. Yep. Definitely makes it more fun. I, um, like, there's three game modes in it. You got, like, the, there's, like, this top-down race, then there was a normal race, and then there was City Trial, and City Trial is where it was at. You just go around, collect, level up, or, like, things to increase your stats for an event at the very end of the, the City Trial, so, and you had to, you know, obviously try to win the event, but it was... It was fun, very fun. Um, I remember just going into the, the free run where you can just literally mess around. There's no timer. There's no nothing. You can choose what vehicle you want to start with. Me and my cousins would just go around messing around in the in the world, like playing tag, doing all sorts of nonsense. <laughs> it, would, it has a special place in my heart. It definitely sounds like it. I think the only exposure I've ever had to it actually was at your cousin's house. Yeah, I remember and, uh, that. Now, was remind me though is it is it was it like a racing game or was it just like a like a battle game where you're all on your warp stars or how did it play again? It was um, as I said, there's three game modes. The first two game modes are racing, um, hmm. and then the one we played was as I said, city trial. And you go around in this big city, or a decent-sized city, and you go around, like, destroying these crates, and you get, like, power-ups for your stats. And then let's say oh, you do, cool. like, a four... Yeah, let's say you do, like, a four-minute match. At the end of the four minutes, you'll see what your stats are and everybody else's stats, and then you'll go to the special event that, um... You try to, it could have been a race, like a little drag race. It could have been like a little battle. Got to kill all the enemies. It could have been versus King DDD, and you're on a team trying to beat King DDD. It was like a little jack box of uh, items or mat, uh, game modes. A little jack box of game modes. That sounds but, like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And you got like. You have like 20 vehicles you could use. You had two legendary vehicles that you could use. Um, it was, or that you had to, there's a special way to unlock the two legendary vehicles. There were three, each legendary vehicle had the three pieces, as you know from Smash the Dragoon. Oh, the Dragoon. Yes. You had the, yeah, you had the like, there were red boxes, they'd only appear in red boxes. And they would only appear in like special underground areas, so you'd have to go hunt them down. But if you got one of these vehicles, you were pretty much guaranteed to win. <laughs> oh man! So it, like well worth the hunt to find them. It, yeah, it definitely was. It was. It's. It's a very fun game. I'd recommend it to anybody who is looking for as a, looking for something to do during this quarantine time. Would you? Would you like to see this game come back out on Switch? 
Oh, I would love to see you come back out on Switch. We're to get a, a Kirby's Air Ride 2. Let's get a second oh, one more. Let's get a, a Kirby collection on the Switch. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, now that they've... Uh... Now that, they, now that they have the Mario 3D collection, it almost feels like, hey, you know, where's the other collections too, you know? I believe uh, Legend of Zelda 35th is next year. I think so. So I don't, I don't know like when Kirby's would be. Yeah, that's a good question. But, uh, that was my number three. Alright, that's... We're, we're into the top three now. So the we'll mosey on three. over for number three, which was Kirby. Shush. Go on to uh, number two. It was Kirby my number? Should we just get into the number two? Yeah. We'll jump right into that number two. Just, just jump right into that number two. Gotta say. It's, a, it's another classic that everybody, or at least most people, should know. And it's one that I wish they would also release on the Switch because I wanna, oh, I wanna play it so bad. I even tried to find an emulator for it on my phone at one point, and I just couldn't. The phone. Side note: phone emulators suck. Yeah, they do, big time. They do, big time. Yeah, I wish they would get better and actually work on them. But, but my number two is Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. Oh, I can best. I love that so much. So good. Talk about this all day. Chef. This could be it's a whole podcast yeah. itself. Yeah, we, we could definitely go a very, very long time on that. Yeah. So, well, we'll try to keep it short, but the story, fantastic. So good. I love, there's love chapter three and I love chapter Three five. is the best. Three good. is the best. It's still so so good. It is so good. The the creepy well, well, creepy ringtone. Since we're all so familiar with this title. I brought up a list of all chapters, and uh, I'm just going to read through the chapters. We're just going to give our thoughts, what we thought of each chapter. Okay, so, okay, I see you. Kick, kicking off with chapter one, we had Hooktail's um, Castle, and Mr. Meat was just giving his thoughts on that, so I'm, why don't we start with Meat again? Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's a really good introductory chapter to, you know, the, the new characters, the, you know, like the town you started in, the area you start in, combat, all that, introductory to the story, most importantly. And so I, I liked it. It was good. It's a lot of fun. It was solid. I mean, you got you got to uh, kind of get a grasp of the basics here, um, using abilities, doing battles, uh, traversing dungeons and uh, towns doing puzzles. It was really a great introductory piece to, to the game. Really sets tone. And um, yeah, it's no complaints for me. I thought it was solid. 
learning how to use the the bad system and the sound effects, you know, using the cricket. Yeah. I uh, right. yeah, I thought it was a good introductory chapter. I liked how it was like a more dark and gloomy like chapter. So I thought it was really well, really well done for an introduction. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Uh, chapter two is very in- is an interesting one, kind of a hit or miss, I guess, for a lot of people. And that was a great Bogley tree. I think I said that right. And uh, that was the tree where you had the punies, and you had to keep track of the hundred punies, and you couldn't like. You can lose even one of them. Oh my god. I'll start it off. The <laughs> punies are garbage. <laughs> they were so they were so annoying. Um I don't know, I didn't really care for that chapter that much. I'm one of the people who didn't care for it. It was okay. I thought it, it, the tree itself was beautiful looking and the like everything about that was cool, but the punies sucked. And I just, every time I did a replay through of the game, I was like, oh, God, just get me through this. Yeah, I, I would literally, remember, uh, I would literally give you the controller. I'm not doing this chapter. Give it back to me when we get to chapter three. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Um, it's, it's a beautiful setting and everything, and, like, like the the punies are cute, but it's just like man, so annoying, so needy. Kind of drags on. Like yeah. it was, it's a beautiful setting and a beautiful level, but it's like man, when is this over with? Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely wouldn't rate that as one of my favorites. Not even close. I mean, it was okay, but the the babysitting task of it was quite quite mundane. So we'll move on to chapter three, which I know is a lot of people's favorites. This is where we have Glitzville. Was it Glitzville or Glitz Pit? It was Glitzville. It was, it was called like the Glitz Pit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Ramen, why don't you kick this one off? Because you were used. This was the first chapter you jumped to right away. Like you said, I love Paper Mario. I love chapter three. So give us a little more. About why you liked Chapter Three so much? Chapter Three is probably one of my favorite chapters, <laughs> if not the favorite chapter. I uh, loved Baby Yoshi. I loved the arena battle type deal, and I loved the the mystery aspect of it. Rock Hawk. Rock Hawk. He's like uh, Paper Mario Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that, that chapter, that was the best. Just the whole... Just everything. The whole mystery aspect of it. You know, the the baby Yoshi, and that was like really, really, really good partner, by the way. As well, and just like working your way up the rankings, fighting. You know, it's just just great the, the great gonzalez like it was just it was just great i love wrestling so i loved that i definitely agree actually now that we're talking about it so many memories just came pouring in when you talk about the mystery of chapter three 
like Raman said, when you get when you have that uh, Mario gets a, a text, and they play that really eerie ringtone. Text on the what is it? Like, the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was like a message from X or something. Yeah, it was X, <laughs> and it would be like written like half uppercase, half lowercase letters. And as a kid, it was like, it was so eerie. It was almost kind of scary in a way, but it was so good and intriguing. Like, right. They had like, there was so much mystery to it. Like, do you guys remember like figuring out that the, the guy that ran the, um, the arena was actually the bad guy and like, you had to like sneak into the vents and like you listened in on this conversation from the office and like there was a part where um, you got into that storage room that was always locked and there was like toads who were like who were like dead or something yeah, and like, yeah that was like, that was dark yep because like dark. the machine, the machine was like sucking the life out of them. It was, it was something like that. Don't quote me on it. It's been years. But I'm just going off my memory, and I was just like, man, it's just it's mysterious. It's dark. It's intriguing. And um, it, it was it was definitely a, a very well done chapter. Agreed. Is it? Any other thoughts on chapter three? No, other than it's nah. my favorite. Well, we'll mold in or chapter four. We'll try to keep it kind of quick. But chapter four was um, Twilight Tower, I think it was called. It yeah, was a Twilight fun Tower. one. I like that one. I like the whole, uh, or the Shadow Sisters or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, you want to talk about Dark. Yeah, dude. Vivian right. was a great partner, too, by the way. She was a cool partner. She was cool. And, like I said, talk about dark, okay? Like, seriously, the home of people who were cursed. And I so loved cool. the, like, the art for that town, too. Like, the whole setting and just everything was just so great. Just talking about it, I can hear that music in my head. <laughs> the yeah. eerie music. The eerie music. And it was cool, like, to enter the pipe. Remember when you had to get to Twilight Town? You find the pipe and you go down, and the pipe would reject you. And then you had to find a guy, and he was like, hey, the only way to get into Twilight Town is to, like, write the, write your name on your body backwards or something. It was something really strange that you had to do. But it was so cool. It was like you had to do something special just to get into Twilight Town. And then, right. like, people got turned to pigs, and Mario got his um, his identity stolen, and he was just a shadow. Dupless freaking took the letter P out of the alphabet. Yeah. The strongest right. person ever. Let's talk about how that's, like, the strongest villain, in, like, ever to literally steal a letter from the alphabet. Like, yeah, that, that rewrites history. It really literally, does. <laughs> literally, it's like, and then uh, it was such a cool aspect, like fighting Dupless, and like no one believed you were really Mario. So like when you fought Dupless, you were fighting your partners too, and it was such a cool like 
reverse. It was. And it just, uh, it, oh, it was so well done. I do, however, agree. Uh, I was reading some comments around like a forum the other day. And I don't, I don't remember it much, but apparently there was a lot of like backtracking that you had to do in that chapter. You had to, you had to yeah, go like from people's mansion back to the town and back and forth a lot. And there was a yeah. lot of enemies. There were. I remember the stupid flowers. Oh yeah, those flowers. Uh... So yeah, there was definitely like a backtracking problem, but um, all in all, really solid chapter. Yep. Indeed. Chapter chapter, chapter five chapter. was the was uh, the pirates chapter. Um, was, that was great. I loved it. Bobbery was sweet, and that I love the whole like pirate like cave. You know, obviously like skeletons everywhere, treasure, Aesthetics. all that is great. I loved it. Yeah, it was it was it was a good chapter. I liked the boss. The boss fight was cool. Yeah, it was. I had, like, multiple phases. Was, uh, yeah. Cortez, I think. He was hard. Yeah, it was Cortez. He was definitely hard. Super solid chat. Man, such a good game. Beating each chat felt so rewarding to collect those crystal stones. Oh. Nintendo, please, give us something <laughs> that you, like, even match that master, kind of masterpiece. Right, so just turned 16 was yesterday. Wild. What did what yeah. Jeez. Chapter, Chapter 6 was the train. Was well, that your favorite? The, the train was solid, though. Was it the, the diary? Don't read my diary and then you die. Yeah. Yeah, game over. Like more dark stuff. But, yeah, chapter uh, six was cool. It had a mystery aspect also, and I really liked that. And the ghost and the train. Yeah, they did such a good job. They had so much creativity. Like that was a, a great like story chapter. It was. There wasn't a whole lot of battling, and I will admit, I do remember not liking the part where you had to. Um, the train stopped, and you had to get off at the station and find out what was wrong. Oh yeah, you had to, you had to do that like the, that desert section. I don't remember. Yeah, that yeah I don't. I don't like that part either. The smorg was cool. I think the boss was called was called smorg. Yeah, it was. He was cool. You fight him on top of the train. Yeah, that was that was really cool. What's chapter seven? Uh, Sorry, chapter seven. Oh no, you're good. I didn't remember all this. Um, yeah, chapter seven was the moon. The moon was hard. Frick all the those. The moon was really hard. When you gotta be, when you gotta be peach all those times and like make the potions oh and all that. Oh my goodness, yeah. that was the wife out of me. And the the combat, the baddies were actually kind of hard at some point. They, the they were hard, and the boss fight. Oh my god, there were so many of them. Ramen, I remember you were stuck at that chapter. Yeah, I was. I didn't level up enough. <laughs> oh, man. Did you ever beat the game? I beat it. Yeah. I just never... That was like my third playthrough, I think, where I didn't level up enough. This this was oh, like... Okay. This was like a gear check level. Like, 
if you can't yeah. if you struggle with this good luck with you know the shadow the thousand year door and the shadow queen yep and as we know chapter eight is the thousand year door the best and, uh, she was such a cool boss the shadow queen <laughs> and again i know i'm sounding like a broken heart but can but again dark <laughs> so dark like it was so dark playing, i remember playing it as a kid and my mom was in the room and like she's like did peach just get possessed by like yeah. by what, is, what is what is this witchcraft yeah like what is this witchcraft i'm like i don't know like they grew up knowing like this you know the super mario brothers from nes and here i'm playing Paper Mario and Peach is getting possessed by a demon, and Mario's fighting her. Like, we're in like an underground uh, tomb, yeah. and there's coffin in the background, and candles lit. It's, it's uh, the so music tired. and everything. Yeah, oh, I think whole music slapped. Oh. Music, everything slapped about that, and that's why it's my number two. Oh shoot! Well, what could number one be? What could possibly be? Well, my number one. Solid guess at what it is, but go ahead, Ramen. My number one is a game called Gotcha Force. Never mind. Wasn't okay. Or what's that? It's sadly, sadly, it's a game not many people know about, and it's so underrated. But it's like um, it's, it's like a. So how it, you start? You start off with uh, playing. You get. It's hard to explain, but you get. It's pretty much you are little toys, fighting other little toys. <laughs> and they're like robots, right? Yeah, they're like little robots. So the character you, can, you like, start off build. with is like a guy named G Red, and you play as him, and you. There's a whole bunch of different maps. There's a whole bunch of... It's a really hard game to explain. So anybody who wants to check it out, just Google Gotcha Force and look up some gameplay videos and stuff. But it's like a... Once... it's Yeah, it's like a, a Borg fighter. Fight him up. It's kind of like Custom Robo, but better. <laughs> oh, Custom Robo. That's oh. what I was thinking of. Yeah, cause Custom Robo is good. But That's, this is better. Yeah, yeah. Because they have over like a hundred unique characters that you can play as. They all have different move sets. All have different health. And oh my gosh, it's so good. It is such a good game. Me. Sound, if you say it's better in Custom Robo, then it must be really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Me and Chubbs would play it all the time. Oh, yeah. And we would. We would random our Borgs. We'd hope we didn't get roaches. You can play as a roach. It has one health. All you can do is poop a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like some shenanigans. It's so shenanigan-y, and there's so many... Oh, my God. Like, you can play as the giant, like, UFO. You can play as giant dragons. You got roaches. You got ninjas. You got samurais. Look. You got so many Yo, different varieties nice. of Borgs. It's such a good underrated game. I wish they would. I'd be fine with a remaster. A second one would be top notch too. But I know Capcom, who did it, isn't going to because I don't think it got 
big enough. Mm. Sounds like a shame. It is a shame. I've spent so many hours and days on that game, and I still don't have every character unlocked. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. You still have it? Yeah, I still have it. You can... The crazy part, too, is if you look it up on, like, eBay, it's, it's going for, like, 200 400 bucks. I, I believe it. So, it's like my rare collector a, piece. Make a video of that one day. Yeah, I definitely should. Let's learn how to do that. But that's that's the number one is Gotcha Force. Dude, that's oh, a, that's a, a great, great list. Great list. Yeah. Well, to round up, round up our to round up our first episode and uh, our top five GameCube games, Robin, go back again through our lists. Give us a quick uh, recap of quick uh, re- what we had. And... Sounds good. Quick recap here. My number five was Hulk Ultimate Destruction, amazing Hulk game. Number four was um, Super Mario Sunshine. You can play it now on the Switch with All-Stars. Great game. Check it out. Number three was Kirby's Air Ride. Such a great game. have so many memories with my fam- uh, cousins and brother. Number two, as, as we did a long, long discussion on Paper Mario... Because it's such a great game. They need to remaster it or... Yeah, they need to remaster it. Because the Paper Mario games they got now suck. <laughs> just, port it. Just, straight, just straight port it. Just all yeah, just straight port it. That's, that's Don't even... Upgrade nothing. Just just port it. And we'll be fine. We'll give you our money. Exactly. That would make so much money. <laughs> but And then number one... Gotcha Force... Nothing's gonna beat it ever, on at least on the GameCube. I, honestly, it might be my favorite game of all time. Wow, very nice. That's very nice. Yeah, very just, nice. Great list. It's a, it's a, such a good game. <laughs> well, that was a great, that was a great uh, list. Great first episode. A lot of, uh, a lot of curveballs, but I love that. I love that you were bringing in games that. I've never played or heard of, and you brought in some games that most of us are probably familiar with. So that was episode one of our top five favorite GameCube game series. I hope you'll join us next week as we go through our next list, which will be brought to us by Mr. Meat. Mr. Meat. He'll be going through his top five GameCube games. I hope you'll check it out and make sure to check out our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. We update every week, every Tuesday. We uh, bring out new videos and uh, new podcasts, so be sure to check us out there. Tell them what you guys recorded earlier today. Well, we've been, right now we're doing a Scared Straight Snack series, which is a series of videos we're doing in the month of October leading up to Halloween. We're doing horror games on Gary's Mod that we've never played before. So, uh, brand new games to us, first reactions to jump scares and everything. It's a great time. Check it out. We're doing an episode each week leading up to a Halloween special. 
where we'll be playing what a list we found on the internet claims as one of the scariest scariest mod games so definitely check it out leave us leave a like and subscribe and that'll do it for this episode of press snack to start my name is chicken my name is ramen and this is meat and we'll catch you next week. Oh, bye-bye.